0: Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Mary Ann Amy's. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along, and you'll hear tips, interviews, and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. I'm really excited to be joined today by Lauren Bausfeld from Gemini Creative, and we're going to be talking about overcoming branding pitfalls. Thanks for joining me, Lauren. Thank you for having me. I'm really
1: excited to be here.
0: Same. Well, look, to kick off, can you tell everyone about yourself and how you became so passionate about cohesive brand strategy?
1: Yeah, sure. So, hey, I'm Lauren. I am the centric and proud owner of Gemini Creative Studio, um, and I'm also the mastermind behind Brand Academy. I am an ambivert, I am a mani-gen, and I adore a good chai latte, and I can't resist some Mexican food, but my true jam is all things design. So, I've poured my heart into crafting distinctive brand identities over countless businesses Turning them into market leaders. And every project I dive into showcases my unwavering passion for brand storytelling and my commitment to pushing businesses to the top. So I became so passionate about brand strategy because I saw the difference firsthand it made to my clients' businesses. So it allowed them to make better decisions within their business to attract that ideal client through their doors. And I feel like I'm here lighting the way for those incredible brands to curate those captivating stories and truly stand out in the industry.
0: Oh, I love that. It's such a lovely way of putting it as well. I can hear all the passion oozing out of you. I'm also a massive <laughs> fan of Mexican food.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good.
0: <laughs> endless possibilities of goodness as well.
1: <laughs> I agree.
0: <laughs> um, more questions to get to know you. What is your favourite business book?
1: I would say Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. I think that's one of my favourite books and I recommend it to everybody.
0: Beautiful. And your best follow, who can't you get enough of right now?
1: Um, I think on Instagram, I have a lot of Laura Higgins showing up, but I love mm-hmm. how bright and vibrant her brand is and just her energy. Um, So every time she pops up now, I'm always like stalking her page. So <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like obsessed with like the branding of it. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and she just did a whole rebrand and sort of she yeah the strategy this year as well. And yeah, I think you're right. I think she has quite a like a unique creative style that you yeah. really she really stands out as her own person because there are a lot of same same that goes around. I think she has a really yeah
1: approach. I agree.
0: Awesome. And then what gets you out of bed each day? What are you motivated by?
1: Oh, I was thinking about this before, and I think it's knowing that I get to work with real change makers. Mm-hmm. So those people who get up every day willing to do the hard work to change whatever it is in their industry in one way shape or form that's why i get out of bed for those people
0: <laughs> oh i love that well today we're talking about overcoming branding pitfalls and as you said you know you're so stra- you're so passionate about the strategy that goes into brand and about people being able to capture attention through their brands I guess Mm -hmm. what are the most common mishaps you see? Where do people get branding wrong?
1: Yeah, so I'd say there's probably there's there's so many mistakes Mm -hmm. I can see, but I think I was just I think I maybe like three I can pick. So I think the first one would be consistency. Mm -hmm. So I always mention that branding is not just a logo or having a catchy tagline or a distinctive color palette. It's about creating an identity a voice, and a promise to your customers. So a significant part of building an identity then lies in maintaining consistency across all platforms. So a lack of consistency can then be detrimental if you don't have it. So it can lead to things like confusion and misidentification. Mm. So when a brand then presents itself inconsistently, it can lead to confusion amongst the people who they're trying to actually target So if, for example, if you were to encounter various logos or taglines or messaging across different platforms, all of a sudden you you might misunderstand the brand and you might not trust them as much. Mm. It can also dilute your brand's value. So every inconsistency chips away at the brand's equity. So, if a brand is perceived as scattered or unorganized, it can then lead to questions about the brand's reliability or quality of its services or its products. Yeah. And I mentioned before, but it decreases trust. So, trust is built upon their predictability and reliability. So, if you can't provide them, of course, it's going to erode that trust within your business. And I think also, lastly, with the lack of consistency you're wasting marketing efforts <laughs> because every time a brand shifts its message or its identity it's essentially starting building its presence again from scratch and this is this means like your marketing efforts would then be wasted so most waste of money and time and effort mm. i guess yeah
0: yeah, trust is so important. Talk about that mm. so much that, you know, especially in your digital landscape. Yeah, 100%. That's yeah. what you're trying to do is build trust and build Trust, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's a bit harder digitally as well because you can't yeah. read facial expressions yeah. or body language, you know. Yeah. And someone can't
0: adapt exactly to what you're asking or see. That's right, yeah. You know, obviously, if you're on the phone and someone says, oh, well, you know, what's it like to work with you or you've got that opportunity to personally engage but digitally you're trying to kind of (laughs) express it and if you spend all your time saying we're really trustworthy, that probably isn't very trustworthy either. 100%. Yeah, I agree. It's like that's the opposite effect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's that show, don't say sort of thing. and and Exactly. Like the, the way that your brand shows up and your brand presents, they're all those clues that people are putting together.
1: Yeah, I agree. So the second one then would be not listening to your customer. Mm. So brands these days are broadcasting messages literally all the time. Mm. So it's an essential component that often gets drowned out. And I think um, ignoring the customer feedback or not actively seeking it is a huge mistake. Mm. So we just mentioned in the, we're in an age that's dominated by digital interactions and the rapid spread of information. Mm. So not listening to your customers and what they have to say about you or your brand is then it's quite undoing. It's a missed opportunity. That's what I believe anyway. So every piece of feedback or praise or criticism, it offers a brand an opportunity to then refine its offerings or its strategies. And ignoring that feedback, I think it it decreases your chances for enhancement.
0: I love that. Yeah, it's a really good Mm. point.
1: As um, said, lastly, would probably be ignoring your brand's values and its purpose. Um, so everything around us, like I just mentioned, moves so quickly, and I think where consumers are becoming increasingly discerning, a brand is no longer a name or a logo or a, mm. like you know when you think about Nike, you think about that tick. It's beyond that now. You know we need to make sure our brand represents a promise and a purpose. Yeah. So a brand's values and purpose then act as a moral compass. It guides actions, it guides your decisions, it helps with your communication with other people. Mm. So I think ignoring those core principles, it's like building this beautiful, magnificent structure, but then on weak foundations. Yeah. So it might stand tall for a little while, but then the cracks will appear and eventually lead to a collapse. And we don't want that. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> it's a great analogy.
1: Um, Yeah. So I think that's probably like the three biggest mistakes that I see. So like lack of consistency, not listening to your customer and then ignoring your brand's values and purpose. I think that's probably the three biggest ones I see.
0: Beautiful. And then I guess, what are your top tips? How can business owners Mm -hmm. avoid common branding pitfalls?
1: Yeah, so I think when it comes to consistency, I would say establish comprehensive brand guidelines. So these guidelines should cover everything from like the exact color codes, the fonts to use, the tone of voice uh, to using the content and the positioning of logos, all that stuff. Regular audits, so periodically order it auditing your brand touch points. So your social media, um, printer materials, if you have any, um, ensuring that they align with your brand guidelines, um, even your website, social, everything everything that your, your brand touches, you need to audit. Um, and I think also staying updated with, updated with feedback. So again, listening to internal, but also external feedback. So if you have employees, make sure they stick to the guidelines. Um, if you're in the future going to get employees, make sure that you have guidelines to give to them. Um, but then I think if customers are gonna be confused about your brand's message, then I think something with the consistency is off. Yeah. Um I think in terms of listening to your customers better, I would say open feedback channels. Mm. So ensure that there are multiple avenues for customers to share the feedback. So uh, surveys, feedback forms, social media, direct interactions. So like, you know, on Instagram, you can jump in and go, you know, what's your feedback on this? And you have like a little question box yeah. or um, I get a lot of emails from course creators who send out emails about like, oh, you didn't purchase my program. I would like to know why that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I think it's a really good idea because then you can then build it the next launch to get that person in. Um, I think you need to also actively seek feedback. So yeah. don't just wait for it. <laughs> Proactively seek it out. Mm. Um, engage in social listening. So use tools and platforms to monitor brand mentions and discussions mm. online. I know X, formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> um, do have that that kind of um I think there's like a third-party app you can add to it and anything that mentions like your brand will yeah. send you then and like an email or whatever just to say, yeah. hey, by the way. Um and then just review yourself regularly. I think that's another big one to. Yes. Yeah. And to your customer. Um, and then lastly, with the brand values and the purpose, I would say self-reflection and mm. discovery. So if a, if your brand hasn't yet defined its values, then I would say start with introspection. Mm. So what does your brand stand for? Why was it even founded? What change do you want to see in the world? Those types of things. Um, And then embed that into your operations. So they're not just for shows, the values. They need to be embedded into your daily operations. Um, And you just mentioned it. it was show, don't tell, right? It's the same Mm. thing. Put it in everything that you have, every bit of messaging. You need to infuse your values and your purpose into that. You need to regularly revisit. And I think you also need to train and educate not just your internal people like employees but also external your know, potential customers. And then lastly, you have to walk the talk. Mm-hmm. It's not enough to just declare the values and like call it a day. You have to actually live them, whether yeah. it's like sustainable practices or community outreach or standing up for social issues like whatever it is. Your your actions need to reflect your values as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Values are so they're so grounding you know they're grounding into yeah. all areas of your business and and obviously branding is an area that you can showcase them or you know weave it in but you're so right it's it's operational it's attitude it's you know customer yeah. service it's how you show up you know having those values and making sure anyone that's working in your business is values aligned and you know, yeah. feels those values, believes in those values is so critical. And it comes back to what we said again for trust, you know, it all yeah. needs to tell that one, one story. And I think I think across everything you said, you know, it's it's about consistency as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I just had a thought when like we're talking about like your employees really loving your like the way they work in in whatever environment. And I always think about like Woolworths and Coles and like Aldi. Mm. So when I visit my Woolworths, everyone there seems angry. Like no one wants to be there. <laughs> just like I just got to put this stuff on the shelf. But then when I go to Aldi, I always get a smile from everybody. They're always asking yeah. me how my day was. Like it's always like so so different like the experience is so different so my preference not only is it like more affordable to shop Mm -hmm. at Aldi but they're nicer you know and I feel like every Aldi that I've gone to they have I have the same experience so there's Mm -hmm. that consistency Mm -hmm. and their values are embedded into their employees as well
0: yeah and it becomes then part of their brand doesn't it you exactly back to their brand
1: yeah exactly
0: that's so true that's fascinating (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've just segued into this, but then, you know, what are the biggest <laughs> payoffs of getting a cohesive brand to yeah. each other?
1: Oh, there is so many reasons, but I say would say the some of the biggest payoffs would be memorability. Um, so a cohesive brand mm-hmm. is instantly recognisable. So, I think there are a lot lot of um, payoffs for having a cohesive brand strategy, Um, but I think some of the biggest ones would be memorability. So, a cohesive brand is instantly recognizable. We were just mentioning Aldi and their um, employees, their quirky, weird ads that they have on TV. Like You straight away know it's an Aldi ad. So, customers can then immediately identify and remember your brand amongst all the other ones. It also has trust and credibility. So consistency builds trust, as we've mentioned. So I think that's another really big payoff. It provides clean messaging. So this means that if your um, business conveys a clear and consistent message to its audience, then this eliminates the potential confusion. Hmm. And then it also sets expectations for your customers. And it also creates an emotional connection. I say this to people all the time, and I teach this in Brand Academy. I don't care what you do. You need to make make sure that you are triggering an emotional response from people. Mm. You need to make sure that it has some sort of deep, emotional, energetic connection with your audience. Mm. So it's not just about what you sell. It's the story that you tell and the feelings that you evoke. So this consistent narrative then helps resonate better with your customers or your clients mm. and their values and their aspirations also higher perceived value
0: mm.
1: so a professional and consistent brand image can then elevate its perceived value of your products or your services and it allows you to position yourself as a premium player in the market and you can potentially start charging higher prices as well for whatever you're offering and i think lastly the biggest one is competitive edge mm. so we're in a world where there's, there's like so many similar products and so many so many so many similar services. Like there's so many brand strategists and so many designers out there. Mm. So what makes me different is my brand strategy and how I do things and how I show up. So some a brand who has a robust brand strategy then differentiates itself from its competitors. Mm. So this is where your unique selling proposition comes in, and you'll become top of mind. For any consumer wanting to make a decision based on whatever you're selling, yeah, it's not a nice to have. You know, like branding is branding is not just a nice to have, but I think it's essential for long term success.
0: So true, and I think I think people's value of brand or how they value establishing a brand has really evolved. You know, yeah, I, think I agree. People have stepped away from just thinking it's a logo and a font, you know, and understanding that branding actually is a layer of strategy that, yeah. you know, encompasses everything. And I think from what you've spoken about today, you know, even values, even, you know, messaging and, and the how, not just the what it looks like, but actually everything that underpins it as well.
1: Yeah. You know what? I, I think strategy also is a really scary word for some people, especially um, people who are new in business. Yeah. Um. You, so you can call strategy, blueprint, roadmap, whatever you want to call yeah. it. It's all the same thing. You know, I just think take away the scariness from that word strategy and just dive into it. And I, it's it's a lot of fun when you actually get into the nitty gritty of branding Yeah. because like, you know, when you do self um, self-development work and you figure out something about yourself and you're like, wow, I really like that. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with branding.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so true, and and I think because for a lot of us, we are personally building brands, you know, where the faces behind our businesses. It's such a lovely opportunity to align your own values back into a brand and and be able to build something around what's important to you and that purpose for yourself as well. Exactly,
1: hundred percent agree.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lauren. You've shared so much today, you know, on on the pitfalls, but then also on really tangible, actionable things people can do to make sure they're maximizing their brand, where can people connect with you?
1: So I'm on Instagram predominantly. So my handle is Studio. My website is obviously www.geminicreativestudio.com.au and that's mainly where I am, Instagram and my website. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you again for all your time today. It's been so lovely talking to you.
1: Thank you, you too. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.